Hey guys, it's uh, Nate here, and it's time for another Bite Sized. I'm going to try not to get too sort of excited here because the, the boy is sleeping uh, currently and kind of like him to stay that way for a little bit. So uh, yeah, there's that. But I did want to take a couple of minutes here and, and I had talked about maybe, well, uh, I had talked about maybe talking about this in, in a bite-sized and I wanted to take a couple of minutes to go over uh, Marvel Snap. And, you know, if you've been listening to the show lately, it's come up several times and I've been playing a whole lot of it. And I typically don't play a lot of games on my phone, although that in the last few months that has that has changed a little bit um especially with the backbone uh using uh the 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 playstation remote play and some other things you know i recently uh in in an upcoming episode i talk about how i checked out uh uh vampire survivors uh the the mobile version and i i've been playing a little bit of that so uh Typically, like I said, I've, I've avoided playing things on my phone, but something about Marvel Snap kind of got my attention, right? So one, it's a game from uh, some of the creators of, of Hearthstone, which, I mean, if you guys, again, if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, uh, it will pop up from time to time that I really enjoy uh trading card games or collectible card games like uh, Magic the Gathering and uh, including Hearthstone. I, I never really went too far down that rabbit hole, but I did play a good bit of that uh, at one point in time. Uh, I like deck building games, um, which at some point in time, probably here in the coming year, I'm, I'm probably going to look at Into the Spire. Uh, it's kind of uh, it's a deck building roguelike. Um, and uh, someone a while ago told me that they thought it would be right up my alley. And I, I don't think they, they were wrong. I just uh, never pulled the trigger on it. And uh, I have it on PS Plus now. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably be looking into that in the coming year. Um, but I did just want to, like I said, wanted to take a couple minutes to talk about Snap. Uh, if you guys haven't played this already, uh, I think it's a, it's a really sort of interesting take on just... Uh, card-based games or deck building games it's a 12 card deck um so you're going to pretty much play almost everything in your deck with consistency um unlike and and as much as i love magic the gathering it's a you know you're at least well if you're drafting it's i think a 45 card deck and if you're playing a standard deck it has to be at least 60 cards um and at that point in time like you know you can put in multiples but it's it's basically very streamlined. Um, there are six rounds, and every round you get, uh, whatever round you're on, you get that uh, amount of energy. So the first round you get one energy, second round you get two, third, three, you know, and so on uh, until the, the sixth round. And uh, each, you know, different cards have different costs and, you know, have have different abilities. But instead of being a game where it's about... Um, taking down like a life total or anything it's about capturing these zones and there are basically three zones uh, or three tiles and you can play up to four cards in each zone unless the tile dictates otherwise uh like the space throne you can each player can only play one card uh in that uh if uh there are uh 
there, there's a strategy involving Hobgoblin and the Space Throne that I find to be particularly uh, not savory. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but and, and what I found is that the game is remarkably flexible and, and offers a really interesting different toolkit. Th- there's a, a variety of toolkits. Um, there are a few metas that are sort of establishing themselves, but uh, because of the way that these tiles work. So, you know, and again, sort of talking about these three zones or these three tiles. For the first three turns, each one of these zones will sort of like flip or reveal sort of, and they'll have like a, an effect. And sometimes it'll be um, something as, you know, draw a card or draw two cards, or it will be something along the lines of uh, give plus two energy or power to every card in your hand. And power is the number that you use to calculate sort of your claim on that zone, um, you know, for the most part, with the exception of uh, one or two uh, tiles or, or zones, uh, the, the object is to have the most power in that zone. Um, and so, but the, and there's, again, there's a variety of different sort of effects that will, will pop up on these. Sometimes it's uh, when it flips over, each player discards a card. Sometimes uh, it's, uh, if you play a card here, destroy that card. Um, and there are ways to circumvent some of these things um, and, and, and sort of work around them. And there are certain ways to take advantage of them, like uh, that one that I just mentioned. I think the, the, the actual zone is called Death's Domain. And the way that it works is whenever you play a card there, you destroy it. Well, if you're playing a destruction-based deck um, with cards like Death, Death Pool or Deadpool, um, Wolverine, Sabretooth, um, Bucky Barnes, who turns into the Winter Soldier and stuff like that. These cards all either have a, a way to sort of circumvent or benefit from being destroyed. Um, so, you know, the, and, 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 and again, it's sort of a zone by zone thing. Um, there's, there's a few fairly common sort of mechanics uh most cards tend to be either um, an on reveal card or an ongoing card and there are some outliers right but uh on reveal means uh when you play that card it'll sort of sit in the zone and then after the turn when the turn ends as the turn ends sort of all the cards flip over and when they reveal they trigger a one-time effect um unless again the tile sort of dictates that you double up on that effect or ongoing is when that card flips over that effect takes takes place and it just keeps going uh until something either interrupts it or not and there are there are zones that nullify ongoing there are zones that double on reveal and there there are zones that double uh ongoing as well so there's kind of um there's a lot of and and you're you're always getting like three different zones uh, I know Logan from uh, TRG was a big fan of Lamentus for a little bit, which uh, was basically when that zone would reveal, you would draw three cards and it would destroy the rest of your deck. And so you'd have to sort of play with whatever you had in your hand, um, which depending on your deck is and, and your hand is workable. And it definitely forces you to, to, to think a lot about what you're playing and how you're playing and everything else. But uh, anyways, there's a, like I said, there's a variety of different mechanics. Um, there's a sort of, there's a series of cards that are powered up or receive power ups when cards move around them. So some cards, when you play them, 
they'll either they'll move another card or they have the ability to move you know a certain amount of turns um or whatever and you know and, and again there are cards that interact with that that will get power-ups or, or chain other effects uh like I, I mentioned destruction um you know a lot of times like i said you're going to see deadpool wolverine Sabretooth, uh bucky barnes and those uh usually carnage and venom as well because these are all cards that benefit from other cards being destroyed um in addition to that um probably my favorite sort of i don't know if i would call it um it's not a real cl clear meta, but especially given the current battle pass, which uh, features uh, the Silver, Silver Surfer and a lot more of the cosmic-oriented uh, Marvel uh, heroes and villains, uh, you're seeing collector decks, which usually... So the collector, every time you draw a card that didn't start out in your deck, uh, you get he gets uh, plus one power. So he has the opportunity to grow a little bit. And, you know, you can work in some pretty nice synergies with with cards like uh, Nick, Nick Fury, um, who when you play him, he random he gives you three random six energy cards. And again, I know that a lot of what I'm talking is sort of like unless you're playing it and it's kind of like all up there. But there's there's these different synergies. Um, usually, too, you pair the collector with Devil Dino, who whose power is directly proportionate to how many cards you have in ha your hand he gets plus two for every for every card that you can have in your hand so he can get pretty big um and so it's it's a it's a deck that's primarily built around either sort of summoning cards out of thin air with using sort of like uh agent 13 she's a, a one energy two power and whenever you play her uh, she just adds one card randomly, and it's any card. It can be any energy uh, to to your hand, and so and there's there's actually uh, several shield cards have sort of come out in the last couple of uh, rotations here to add to that. Um, but then there's cards like Cable. Uh, when you play Cable, he actually just straight up steals a card out of your opponent's deck uh white queen she copies the highest power card in your opponent's hand and so these will all feed the collector and at the same time they'll put cards in your hand and pump up devil dino so it's it's a it's a pretty it's like i said it's it's one of my favorite decks and I, i've been playing it a lot and i think it gives gives me a lot of utility as well another deck that i'm really kind of into is a uh, there's a there's a card card called infinite and he is a a 20 power card he might be the most powerful card in the game i think i don't think anybody's bigger than him but um and he costs six energy so you can only play him on the last turn but one of the the preconditions for playing him out of your hand is that you can't have played any cards the previous turn and so there, there's a very specific build that uh, I didn't come up with it on my own. I think I saw somebody else sort of do something similar, and then I just sort of adapted the idea uh, to, to suit my own purposes. But um, the deck basically works on a couple different levels. So there's a, there's a card called Sunspot, and he's a one energy. And for any energy you don't spend each turn, he gains one power for that. So you can use that in addition to that, and you can just play, you know, on your fifth turn, you would skip that turn. Um, he'd get, that would bump Sunspot up to, 
you know, give him plus five energy. And so you'd have a fairly bulky card and then you'd be able to play infinite somewhere, uh, in addition, but, uh, sort of one of the things that I've done is, is the, it's the, the deck is pretty much built around getting him out, uh, infinite out. Um, and so it, it relies pretty much on a couple of different combos. Like I said, there's the standard way to play them, but there's, uh, another one as well. Um, I, I really like to pair up Lockjaw with Jubilee. Uh, Lockjaw, he, whenever you play him, he, uh, whatever cards you play in that square besides him, he actually changes them out for uh, a different card in your deck. And Jubilee, when you play her, she'll pull a random card out of your deck into that, that zone. So what I like to do is I like to pull... I like the drop Jubilee and you have a chance to pull if like if infinite's not in your hand, right? You can pull infinite through Jubilee or she can sort of phase back out into the deck and maybe kick out infinite that way. So you've got two chances there um, with Lockjaw, and then you can just play another card. Um, but another combo that actually works fairly well is um, it's Lady Sif. She's a three energy, four power and you use her when you play her you sacrifice like the the most ex expensive card in your hand so any six energies if you have them in your hand are going to go or five or whatever um but then you pair her with ghost rider and ghost rider will bring back out he'll dig back out actually uh any card that you've discarded like and so there, there's actually discard decks that sort of utilize him a lot better um but it's a very specific sort of thing that i'm after like it's about getting infinite out and um so you know there's a lot of playing that and, and and there's other like combos in there like you can uh i play storm in that deck and storm will basically shut down a, a zone uh so she'll she's kind of a, a little bit of a control mechanic um and and i i know that i've also when i've been talking about this i've also been talking about some of the cards that i hate and and it, to be fair, like most cards in this game are just wildly overpowered. Uh, there are a few that I specifically just really don't like because in, in my opinion, there's no great counters to them unless you want to play like one or two very specific cards that I just don't feel like playing just to deal with certain messes. Like Killmonger. Killmonger will kill every one energy card. And, you know, again, that's the the, the cost which he'll kill any one energy card that's on the board. Um, so, and that, that he would take out uh, the guy that we talked, Sunspot, uh, earlier. We were, I, I was talking about, he'll take him out. He, he know, he's, he's actually pretty utilitarian. Like I use him in one of my destruction decks, but, you know, cause he's good for sort of, you know, triggering some of the destruction that I need from time to time with that deck. Um, and he's also, you know, has a fairly offensive utility in sort of wiping out um, any of my opponent's lower cars. Uh, there's Hobgoblin who and Green Goblin. Green Goblin is a negative three and Hobgoblin is a negative eight. And all they do is they fly over into your opponent's zone. And so if that opponent has like an open slot, you can sort of dump that card in. And, and there's a little bit of sort of like risk there because if they have, you know, if you play those cards against like a destruction deck, you can have like a carnage eat them. Um, or you can like, you know, uh, or if you're playing against a, a doubling up on an on reveal deck, you can actually uh, have Odin uh, 
uh, sort of trigger them as well. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's one of those things where there's just, yeah. And like I said, there, there are a few others that I'm, I'm really not a fan of, uh, just because I don't think there are really great answers to any of them. And, uh, they're just sort of almost like a brute force sort of solution. Uh, and, and I, I, I'm just not really a big fan of that. Like, uh, another one that I'm, I'm really not a fan, a fan of is, uh, uh, Shang-Chi or, um, and, uh, when he comes into play, when he flips over, he destroys any opponents, uh, any, any card in the opponent's, uh, zone with that's overpower, like nine power. So he, you know, and, and that's interesting, but, uh, he can really sort of like decimate, um, the, the, the opponent's board. And, and again, like these are all sort of like, they're just the ones that I don't think I have great there there are answers like you know you could play armor who basically turns all your cards into that no no cards that are played in that zone can be destroyed you know there are things like that um you can play cosmo who basically shuts down any on reveal effects in uh those zones so there, there's stuff there that um definitely does to, to answer some of that stuff i'm just not i don't know that to me it's those aren't really the cards i want to play and and maybe that's just i need to sort of get over it i think too there's also sort of with with some of that stuff it's a little fr frustrating for me because i am a tinkerer i'm a combo player and i like to sort of like pull off the trick i like to i actually like to see other people pull off neat tricks um i don't mind losing when it's an interesting sort of match my my wife is over here laughing at me um because I, I can be a sore loser, um, especially when I'm just kind of like, you know, your deck is basic and I hate it. Um, but I would just say like, you know, I don't mind losing if there's like a cool trick. Um, and I think overall, for the most part, there are a lot of really cool decks out there. And like I said, you're seeing some of the same decks keep popping up over and over again. But uh, for the most part. Anyways, uh, the, the boy is starting to get a little fussy. He's starting to get a little rowdy. And, and I think, you know, I've been talking about Marvel Snap for 19, 19 going on 20 minutes here. And, and while I could probably talk for, for considerably longer, um, I just think this game, you know, sort of the, the, the closing note here, right? And I've, I've sort of been rambling about this for you know, a few minutes here is that this is a really well-designed deck building, um, card game that, uh, frankly, I think if you're even mildly interested in any of that stuff and it's quick and it, every round super quick, like three to five minutes tops. And I think if you, you're sort of even slightly interested in some of this stuff, like get after it, um, definitely check it out. Um, and if, if you don't, if you're not interested or whatever, there's actually no buy-in. Um, one of the the sort of the microtransaction model is really pretty friendly. Uh, that it's it's pretty much just all cosmetic, um, and there's no real like uh, pay-to-win kind of stuff attached to it. So um, I I think overall it's just like one of those things. Uh, I was a little hesitant to check it out, and I'm glad I did because it's sort of it's become one of those things where it's like I play it. You know, and and again, I, I talked about this on on TRG with Mike a little bit, but I I played in the bathroom, 
like when I'm on the toilet, not to be too gross here, a little bit of the hashtag poop and play. I play it like if I have to wait for something for a few minutes, like, and I just, I don't really want to go anywhere. Like we boil a lot of water right now. And sometimes I need to just like let things like, you know, I just, I don't want to walk off too far, you know? Um, so it like, or if I'm heating up a bottle, sometimes, you know, you, you, you can't, can't really wander off you you know it doesn't take that long to get the bottle sort of where you need it to be so uh, like i said the, the the sort of the the short quick form like the the fact that it's it's six rounds um it's not really about life totals it's it's about that that zone claiming those zones and things like that um and and just like i said the the 12 card building do i wish like the decks were a little bit bigger or something like that yeah i wish there were a few more turns and and there you know i play a lot of uh the card magic uh and she actually adds a, a seventh turn whenever you play her um and i i play her just because i like having the extra turn um but yeah it i think it's it's a really neat game i think the actual risks like the, the, the sort of upfront investment is a little bit of time to get through the tutorial. Um, and if it doesn't stick, you know, no harm, no harm, no foul. You don't need to invest in anything. You can sort of like roll off. And if it does, and if it does stick, I mean, at that point in time, like I think you're in for a heck of a ride because like I said, it's one of the best sort of designed card games that I've played in a long time, in my opinion. And, and apparently a bunch of other people's as well. Um, but that's that's it. That's really all I have to say. I might have even said just too much. But uh, anyways, you guys, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of land the plane here. Um, thanks for listening in. And until next time, you know, do the things. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.